The Thriving Over Surviving podcast is for informational and inspirational purposes and not meant to be medical advice. Please consult your physician for any medical issues you may be facing. The opinions expressed by guests and advertisers are their own and not necessarily the opinions of Thriving Over Surviving podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of our autoimmune diagnoses, but ultimately how we thrive in spite of it. I'm your host, Edie Sahesian. I was diagnosed in 2015 with multiple sclerosis. I've learned a lot about MS in myself over the past few years, but the most important thing I realize is that I am going to live my best life. MS and other autoimmune diseases tend to be a bit of a bummer if we let them. So why not battle back by finding our joy? Hi everyone, I am so thrilled to say welcome to the season wrap up of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast. Yes, we are done on entire season. So I want to first off begin by saying thank you so much for listening because without you listening, I'm just talking to some people. (laughs) So I just want to really give you my heartfelt thanks for listening. We have people listening from all over the world. Some of the places are Norway, Sweden, Poland, Germany, Belgium, of course, UK, Ireland, Brazil, Argentina, India, Australia, and listen, Oman. So we have charted in a bunch of places, but we got up to number 11 in Oman. That was pretty awesome. So shout out to those in Oman. I hope that you're getting something out of the show. If you are enjoying the show, please share it with your MS peeps or anyone that you think might benefit. One of my friends randomly started listening and she does not have MS. And she's like, I can't get out of the car without finishing the show. It's so lovely. And so anyone that you think might benefit from hearing these inspirational stories, please forward the show to them, let them know about it. So I wanted to tell you that when I started podcasting, thinking about it anyways, I wanted to focus on anything but MS. I didn't want to talk about MS. I mean, it's such a downer if you think about it, right? That's why I was like, I got to do something else. I mean, it's a big part of my life, of course, but I don't know if this is something that I want to talk about all the time. And it was one of the best decisions, maybe even the best decision that I've ever made in my life. I am learning from all of you and the guests. And it's just the most amazing experience. And if I hadn't done this MS and autoimmunity and living your best life as a topic, I wouldn't be getting as much out of it as I am and learning so much in meeting all of you. That has been the biggest gift in all of this for me is getting to meet all of you, hearing your stories, share your struggles, share your triumphs, and really process through what all of this looks like for each of us. So again, I'm going to say thank you. I'm probably going to say I appreciate you way more than I should, but it's true. So it really has been the best decision I ever made. And 2021 for, for many people has been tough and 
I mean, you guys know I don't watch the news for a reason. And so 2021 for me, though, has been one of the best years of my life. I have done so many new things this year that I am seriously busting with joy about. I went on vacation by myself. That was a huge triumph. I never, ever thought that I would do that. And I I may do it again. Who knows? But I'm just proud of myself for doing it. And I enjoyed myself immensely. It was lovely. The two, three days that I went and just was on the beach and smiling, perma-smile the entire time. So big deal for me. I didn't talk to many people because, which was good because I didn't want to get any COVID, but that wasn't what it was about really for me. It was about pushing myself a little bit to do things on my own. I actually went on vacation twice by myself. I went to that one comedy show. I actually taught, saw, saw Tom, I can't even talk now. Tom, saw Tom Segura <laughs> twice this year. And one of those times I went down to Fort Lauderdale to see him and again by myself. And that is just not something I've been comfortable with. I think learning from all of you has really helped put me in a great headspace to be able to do those things for myself and to know that I deserve those things and it's not a hassle or an I have to thing or anything but joy. And I did it. I'm really proud of myself. So again, thank you. But I saw a lot of good comedy this year because, you know, living into my core values is important to me. So making sure that I am laughing and enjoying those experiences of humor is just so very important in my heart. And so who did I see this year? I saw Tom, like I said, my fave twice. I saw Josh Potter. I saw Christina Pajitsky. I saw, (laughs) how could I forget? Dave Chappelle. Hello, Dave Chappelle. That was incredible. And I I think I saw a few more that it's like, wow, Edie. Oh, I saw Burt Kreischer, which I went with my dad and it was very inappropriate comedy and he loved it. And I just laughed and said, you know, we're all humans. It's just because it's my dad, (laughs) but it was, it was wonderful. And looking back on the year and those experiences for me have been game changers. So this one, this this podcast and all of you just take the cake. That's tops for me. Huge tops. So let's recap some moments. I, I got to say, I love every person that I've interviewed, like people I've never met telling me these intimate details of their lives some very private details. And you know, I'm going to share it with all of you. They were okay with that. These people have become my friends. Uh, Aren't I so lucky to have those people that I interviewed as my friends, to call them my friends? Social media, I never was into it. I mean, I would post a couple things on Facebook, whatever. I just didn't really buy into the whole thing 
as much as I could have. I didn't lean into it enough. I didn't use it enough to my benefit. And now it's like, I got to check in with people. I it, it really has made me open my eyes to see a lot more about where different people are coming from with MS, with just the perspectives of living in multiple places. Because I've talked to many people from, I mean... A couple people from Australia, the UK. Where did Eve live? She lives in Norway? No, the Netherlands. The Netherlands. And so, like, Canada, it's just, it's pretty wild that you can connect with all of these people through a medium. And I I gotta thank COVID. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be doing this podcast if it hadn't been for COVID. I guess I'm just blessed. Every inch of this show, I am blessed. So I don't have time to highlight all of the people that I interviewed today, but I want to. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's start out here. So first from episode nine, I have to, and her name's going to come up throughout the conversation here when I talk to y'all, but Angie, Angie Gensler, Angela Gensler, you guys don't even know this, but she turned me on to this chlorophyll water and it's fantastic. If you haven't tried it now, please, you know, always consult your physician before trying anything like new, I guess, but it's like a little thing that has made a difference in my life. When I drink th that water, I just feel a little bit more awake. It's minty and it helps your breath stay fresh. And so that was just a tiny little thing that I've taken away that is a daily thing for me drinking this water. And so just that little thing, like I said. So let's listen a little bit to Angie's story. I don't think anyone should have to live with this disease by themselves. I don't believe that they should carry the weight of this lifelong diagnosis by themselves, that we can connect with people and learn from people and encourage us to really seek our best life, you know, because when we live haphazardly and we're just going about things, you're not really diving into what life is really about. So what she's saying, like I said earlier, she's just emoting the the feelings that I have about this show. And at the point when we recorded, I hadn't released an episode yet. And so she had no real idea. I mean, I gave her some ideas, but she lives that. She lives what she says every day. And I've gotten so, so many amazing contacts from her. I mean, the season opener for the next season, season two, is David Lyons. I, you know, from the MS Fitness Challenge, I wouldn't have been able to make that connection possibly without Angie. And she also connected me with Carrie Kiefer Viverito. Do you guys remember her? She was on episode 15. She is my, the first, it's actually the first episode I edited myself and it was very personal episode. So even before I picked the topic that I was going to discuss as a podcast, I knew that I wanted to do something to remember 9-11. I knew it was the 20th anniversary. And when that happened, I was in a classroom. I had 32 fourth graders. And it every time I, I think of that, I think about those kids and where they might be now. 
and where kids of people that were in the towers, on the planes, in the Pentagon, and what happened to them, you know, what's going on in their lives now. And so I knew I wanted to do something. And I had mentioned it to Angie because she lives in New York. And I thought maybe she would have access to someone who had MS that had been in the towers or had a relative and how it may have impacted them. But I had no idea, none at that time, that I would be getting to talk to the most lovely person. Carrie is so special. She just carries around with her the impact that her brother made on her life. And their family as a whole is so very special. And for her to be using the energy she gets from her brother, her brother, Michael, who passed away as a firefighter, ladder 132 in New York City. It's empowering to know that he is there for her and how she lives her life as he would have wanted her to. So let's listen a little bit right now for Carrie's story. I just admire your courage. I don't know if you can overcome it, but going through this and moving forward in such a positive way and giving back and honoring him. And you mentioned how you try to live your life as Michael did and, and stay in that healthy mode. And how do you think that impacts your multiple sclerosis? Oh, 100%. I, I know that if I'm on point with my diet, my exercise, that I feel great. And, and I know that because there have been times where I've gone off you know, eating a certain way or not being, you know, diligent with my exercise and I feel it. So I know my brother is very proud of the way that I live my life because it's, it's so much of how he would have. Yeah. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to Carrie in um, episode 15, I highly recommend taking a little listen. It's about, it's almost an hour show, I think, but well, well worth it. It is a powerful message that she has to share. And many of our guests do fundraising and things because they're involved in our community. And she is involved in Michael's community in the firefighter world. Her husband's a firefighter. And so she raises money for, um, you know, to make sure that they have their van that they use to help others in the fire department and in their families and some other things they have that, and you'll hear this in the show if you haven't gotten a chance to listen, but they contribute to a school. There's an award for a student that, you know, possesses the characteristics that Michael had. And so it's just, it's very touching and I just love her. She is great. Great. And her son is so fun following them on social media. So if, like I said, if you haven't gotten a chance, episode 15 is, is pretty neat. But I did get a lot of tips from guests, a ton, like things that I incorporate in my everyday life and things that I need to go back and look at my notes and, and see what I haven't been doing that I, I would like to, to start. So like I said, Angie had that chlorophyll water 
It wasn't even on the show. It, it was just in our conversation. And it's just such a cool thing. She also wears indoor shoes. And so I have mine there. I can see them from where I am because I'm podcasting and there's a, like a nice fuzzy carpet here. So I take them off, but they're, they're always with me now inside and it, it just gives me more energy and it's such a great tip. Eve from episode four, can you count all the tips? I mean, I think she had like two or three pages she wanted to share of things that have made an impact in her life. And she said that without one of them, she doesn't know which one to identify that has made the biggest impact, but she, so she does all of the things, right? And so I just wanted to take a little bit from her that I could really grab onto. And so the first one is the cold showers. I do that every day now. I get in and it's warm, but at least five minutes of my shower, I stand in, in the cold shower every morning. And it wakes me up, it invigorates me, but I know it's hopefully doing a little bit for my inflammation. And because when I get out of the shower, I feel great. So that's a big deal for me. And so I don't see myself stopping doing that. And I've recommended it to others. It's a pretty great practice. And one other one I got from her, she loves watermelon. And so I started getting addicted to it in the summer. That was like my my snack was the the watermelon. And it was so great. And I'll probably go back to that again when the watermelons are in season and love it. Love every second of it. So there I Hi, Lily. My dog's barking. So I have just gotten so, so many great um, tips from her. So way back on episode four from that beautiful human Eve. So you guys all know that Karen Marshall has made a big impact on my life. She's from episode 21. And then she helped us out because she's a, a nurse and a nutritionist and a paleo expert. And so she was on a few more times, again, giving us those ideas that we could take back into our lives. And she really pushed me to try some new foods that I've come to love. And I, I've had plantains, but not prepared the way that she suggested. And they were great. Now, I also tried the liver. And if you saw my social media post about the liver, let's just say that didn't go as well. But I tried it. And I'm glad that I tried it. But I probably would need to try it again. Like if someone did some like taste testing, I could probably try it. But man, that, that was a tough one. But I did. I did it. And so Lily actually got my dog. Lily got some some good treats afterwards because it was just really an interesting texture. But I know that people love it and prepare it well. I'm not the best cook on the planet. And so maybe that had something to do with it. I would try it again for sure. But not for me. I also did it was chicken liver. And I've heard that there are other types that are much better. And I did not try the pet type like fixing it that way, which she highly recommended. And she says her kids love. And so that might be something else. I think it's more like a hummus. So, and Karen, if you're listening, she would probably be happy to hear that I got an Instapot for Christmas. So I think that that is an easy tool to cook with. And so I'm looking forward to that. I haven't quite started that yet. I just unpacked it. 
and it's on the counter ready to go. I'm looking up some recipes to get started with my Instapot. Thank you, Karen, for those tips. So then later on in the season, Elizabeth Yarnell came in on episode, well, 46 was the one I'm going to refer to, but she was on 44, 46, and 48. So a big thing that she mentioned that I took away, and I don't know if it's something that might be bothering me, but I drink a ton of that LaCroix, and I always called it LaCroix, but she called it LaCroix, and I think she's probably right. So I went around constantly. You have any LaCroix? You have any LaCroix? And it's definitely LaCroix. So anyway, she she said that, you know, those natural flavorings in some of the drinks that, you know, the seltzer, alcohol-free seltzers, like there's a whole bunch of different kinds. There's a million. Some people, it bothers them. And I hadn't thought about that, but I was drinking a ton of it. And I, I can't express to you, like, I don't even know, six, seven, eight a day, maybe more at times. And not only was it not probably good to be drinking all of that, but I, it's, it's expensive. <laughs> so another gift that I got for Christmas and I asked for was a soda stream and it is the jam. I wish that I had them as an advertiser because I couldn't stop. I can't stop talking about how great it is. I love it. So thank you for that tip, Elizabeth. I am, I'm loving my soda stream. I can scream it from the mountaintops how much I love it. And then um, 22, Dr. Bannock. So Dr. Bannock is such a fun lady. Again, if you see her on social media, so she is an expert in any ophthalmology pieces in migraine stuff. She actually pretty much suffers from migraines as well. So she um, had some wonderful, wonderful insight about COVID and ophthalmology, optic neuritis. And so that was all so very interesting because I didn't present with optic neuritis. I didn't really know a lot about it at all until I started the podcast and hearing so many people presenting with it. And so she really provided me a lot of knowledge and I feel like if I were to get optic neuritis, if it were to become a symptom that I have of my MS, that I would maybe know how to tackle it a little bit better because of what she offered in her insight in those shows. And also she's a great resource to reach out to and she's so open and willing to share. So she she was just a wonderful guest to have on and and knowledgeable beyond belief. So that was from episode 22 that I got the piece about optic neuritis from. And then she also talked a lot about eye health and how to keep your eyes healthy. And so I have been trying to incorporate, especially some of those foods and the chia seeds and some other seeds that she had suggested. I put those in my smoothies now every day and I feel like I am, I, I'm not seeing any better or anything like that, but I'm trying to do some um, pre-work so that my eyes stay healthy for a longer period of time. So some other guests that we had on, I do want to mention a few of them. I, I, Like I said, I wish that I could 
talk about everybody, but Donia Baines, she was pretty awesome in sharing some really personal things with us in episode 43. So she really opened my eyes to the importance of accessibility. I myself do not use mobility aids, and she does. And she shared with us a story about going to a public place, a stadium, a football stadium specifically, and how she really struggled with accessibility there and how she really needed some support from the people that work there. And she wasn't getting what she needed. And she's gone to other stadiums and since and things, and she's had good experiences, but this particular situation wasn't good for her. And I was really feeling for her in those moments of her sharing her story. And it opened my eyes and I'm actually going this weekend. So I'm taping this the day before it airs. And I, this, for my birthday, when my birthday was last week, my dad got me a, actually my birthday was on Monday. See, this is my age catching up with me. Anyways, so my dad got me tickets to go to a Patriots game and in Miami and it right away, I thought of her experience at the stadium. And so I know I'm going to be keeping my eyes peeled for accessibility things that I want to make sure are there in the stadium and to see what they offer people who use mobility aids and need a little bit um, of help with accessibility. So I really thank her for that. I thought that was pretty vulnerable of her to share um, that story with us and how she struggled. Thank you, Donia, for that. And then Mara, oh my goodness. <laughs> Mara has become a staple in my life. So Mara is the founder of MS Yoga Movements. And I see her at least twice a week <laughs> and through my Zoom. And because we do yoga together now. And it's been game changer for me. I'm so proud of myself. I tell everyone on the planet that I'm, oh, I'm having yoga class tonight. And they're like, oh, really? Yay. But I just celebrate that because I am like, I am not a fit potato. <laughs> like Lisette tried to tell me, be a fit potato. I need to be more fit, but um, more of a couch potato. And doing the yoga has really given me a lot of inspiration to do other things. And I feel like I have more mobility in my body. I'm definitely getting more flexible. I just had class tonight and I was able to do some things balance wise a lot better than in the past. And I just appreciate her. And we, we text almost every day and we've become good friends, but she's also going to be joining me for the MS walk, which I'll talk about a little bit later. And she's going to offer us some free yoga, which I love. In episode 39, Claire Riley, I just want to say, so she is a podcaster too, MS Understood. She is just the coolest lady. She's just so cool. Like, I I don't want to say I want to live vicariously through her, but I need to follow what she does because the fact that she went off and lived this, this life of 
you know, no electricity and no, like you have to find your own water and food and all of this, these things. I can't even describe it. That was back on episode 39. Like I said, if you want to hear her story, but she just comes from a completely different place than where I am. Being in Australia also, I mean, the woman takes a dip in the bay every morning. It's incredible in just her whole like way she is with her child. And she's such a cool lady. It's such a great experience getting to chat with her and, you know, everybody. But Claire stands out as like the coolest person. And then Candice Candace is another podcast host, actually, that I spoke with. And being in her first year of being diagnosed, she's already become an advocate for our cause, speaking with legislators and things about insurance and the things that we have to go through with that. And I thank her for that so much because I don't have the umph to do that, I guess. And if it wasn't for people like her, then we would be missing out on things that they're vying for us. And so thanks, Candice, for all of the, all that you do. So I also had some, in addition to podcasters, Kelsey was another podcaster that I spoke with. She really talks a lot about chronic pain and how to work through that in her episode. And so that was a really neat thing. I don't experience that currently. I have in the past, but using those techniques that she shared with us, I think could really impact someone. So I was really happy um, that she agreed to come on the show and, and talk about those things with us and how to deal with our chronic pain. But I talked with quite a few authors this year that have just gone and done some incredible things to get their messages out there. So one of those from episode 11, she wrote the book Jesus Year, and it really chronicles her first year of being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And the journey that she's been on, the things that she's realized, the knowledge that she's gained from that first year and being able to share it with all of us was really special. I love her book. It's all marked up and there's things in there, not only telling about her story, but ways to journal and work through our own MS stuff, so to speak. And so I thought that was a really cool concept that she included. And I've recommended the book to many people when they've been first diagnosed. It's just nice to know that somebody has been there. And she really covers the gambit from how she was feeling physically to mentally to the relationships in her life. And of course, her relationship with Jesus. And so, and how that has gotten her through. And when I thought about what season two would look like, I really, really dove deep into Ashley's story. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. So Some Days was written by Julie Stamm. And she's just such a fun person. And it's, her whole family is fun. Her 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 partner gets in on all of the social media and things. He even did something for me on social media for the 12 days of Christmas. And it's just really cool, Adam, to see everybody in their family really joining in with her, her mom and, and all of that. And 
she had stem cell therapy and she's doing uh, really, really well right now, or it seems as if she is feeling well. And so I'm really happy for her about that. But she self-published her book and then really got the word out there and a publishing company picked it up. And so she is doing really, really well. Some Days is a story about a mom and a son in their relationship as she deals with her autoimmune disease. And he thinks it is just good times and the perspective of each of them and the love that they share. And it's just a, a really great story. Again, I recommend that for anyone who needs to share their message with family, because I, I think that looking at those different perspectives from a child's eyes is a lot different than the way we may perceive that they're, they're looking at it. And so, yeah, Julie Stam and Some Days, really great. So Samantha Benson also wrote a book and she actually interviewed me for the book and I'm in the book. And that's pretty cool. She talks all through about my diagnosis story and the things I went to and how stress contributed to my diagnosis. And, you know, a lot of that stress that I talked about with her, you know, you're in a situation and everybody's stressed and, you know, and in the workplace, it, it happens. And it's how more that you perceive the stress than actually what the stress itself is. So I've learned some techniques to deal with stress a little bit better than the way I had dealt with it during those times. And moving forward, I've also taken some things off of my plate to get that stress out. Going through the experience of sharing my story with her and her now, you know, putting me in the book, I, I feel honored and, you know, excited to be able to hopefully help others. And her book really focuses on physical limitations because she does physical therapy. She's a physical therapist. She's a doctor. And so she wanted to communicate that with people about how that they might be able to live their best lives using stories from others. And there's some great things in the book uh, about mobility and some actual things that you can do to improve your mobility. She's got pictures in there and guides and things. So I urge you to check that out. That book is called Breakthrough Multiple Sclerosis for Newly Diagnosed and Minimally Impaired Humans. I actually met her through Dawn Marie Deshays, who will be in season two. Really looking forward to that. So in episode 27, Alexandria Garcia when you hear her story, it's pretty unbelievable that she would be almost comatose, really, and so down and not walking, no mobility whatsoever, to now working her way through to be on point shoes and be a ballerina because her drive is so fierce. Let's listen a little bit to Alex's story. No one could figure it out. They gave me steroids. I did suffer from some paralysis. I went to Kessler. They got me back up on my feet. But when I got back home for a few days, I lost my vision and everything again. And I really couldn't even talk, couldn't even communicate. So Holy Name Hospital in Teaneck, they said, you might have multiple sclerosis, 
there's a doctor that could probably figure it out over there. And she did. She figured out I had multiple sclerosis. And with the spinal tap test, it shows that I have remitting relapsing. So I have um, lesions on my cerebellum, the back of your brain, which affect your balance and your memory. And I have some on my spinal cord. So that's what we saw on my MRI. But the worst part was I was on a catheter for about a month. And I was ashamed to say this, but this is the, the truth. I had diapers and whatnot, and I lost my, my dignity. But with a lot of doctors collaborating, they went maverick. They decided to do plasmapheresis. So, right, am I not wrong? She, am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? She is pretty wild. That's, that's like some pretty seriously awesome stuff that she does. And she just pushes herself to grow. And I thank her parents too, because they're such a great support system for her. I mean, her parents, they changed their whole diet and everything to support her. And it's even helped her mom through her own physical issues. And it's just a really cool dynamic that they have. I love their love for one another is really great. So thanks, Alex, for being on the show. Another another one that I wanted to mention was episode um, 25. In episode 25, Lisette talks about her journey with multiple sclerosis. She lives in Yosemite National Park, and she, at the time when we discussed on the show, she was training for an Ironman and she has since completed that and exceeded her own expectations because she wasn't competing. She was in it to complete it. And I picked up so many great things from her, but she just has the most amazing things to say. And I don't think I can say it any better than her. So let's listen to a little bit of Lisette. What would you say at this point has been your proudest accomplishment? Acceptance. It sounds small, but it's, I think acceptance is a, a big step just because if you don't like accept or believe in yourself, you're, you're just going to be stuck. So when I did get diagnosed, even though it was just a word, it was also accepting that there was an answer to it and you weren't you weren't crazy. It was accepting that there is solutions. It was accepting that this is who I am and I love myself and I'm not gonna put myself down. It was accepting just life itself and accepting to live. So I know it's just one word, but it's always like, there's days where I just like, I wanna put the towel down, I give up, but it's accepting, you know, that, that I have so much more to live for. It's Again, for me, it was a word. It's just a word. It shouldn't define me. It shouldn't do anything in that sense, even when it gets hard or it has, you know, your dark moments. It's just acceptance. I feel like that was my biggest accomplishment overall. And every day that I'm able to accept that, you know, I could do this or this is a day, I'm able to get through it. So if you hadn't listened to Lisette's episode, again, that is episode 25. Just for your reference, if you'd like to go back and check that out, she's just a really special person. Her heart is huge and her love for nature and movement is so incredible. And I, I'm in awe of 
all the things she gets to see every day, living in nature the way that she does and using nature as a, you know, as leverage to live her best life. It's pretty awesome. I also want to just give a shout out to Katie Silverthorne. She's in a pretty recent episode and I, I just think her spirit is incredible. So she, if you remember, was the person that, you know, when she was not very first diagnosed because man, she went through it in her diagnosis. It just messed with her cognitive abilities so badly, but she ended up traveling for years and exploring the world. And it was just so neat that she was able to do that on her own and see all the things and experience all the things that she has. And I think it's really added so much to her perspective on life. And gosh, it was such a big deal for me to go down, <laughs> down to South Florida for a few days by myself. I can't imagine traveling around the world alone. So I just want to give a shout out to her and thank her so, so much for sharing her amazing spirit with us. So next season, I decided because of all of these amazing people, as I was talking to them, you know, I, I started out including my core values in the opening sequence. I said, my core values are growth and humor, and I live into these, and they help me live my best life, right? So it's true, and it, it's like that for me, but as I was listening to these other people talk, it's true for them too. They may not have pinpointed or identified what their core values are, but I can almost tell you just by listening to them talk. And I know they're leaning into them and focusing on them. And it's driving them, like I said, to live their best lives. So we're going to hear that throughout season two. There's going to be more of some people from season one and season two. And an example of that is Terry and Tamara the twins coast to coast. You know, when I recorded with Terry, Tamara was under the weather and they're going to be joining us in season two. Those twins coast to coast, they are the sweetest, sweetest ladies. I already mentioned David Lyons for season two and beyond the amazing guests though, from season one, I realized that all of these autoimmune warriors, they do, they have this thing in common. They all have this fire in them. I mean, remember Corey and on from season from episode 29, Corey, he could easily have said, okay, this is it. My new normal. I'm not going to be walking anymore. I am immobile. I'm in this wheelchair for good. I'm going to just go with what they said and that I'm never going to leave the wheelchair. But because of his faith in God, and devotion to his family, he is getting stronger every day. I saw him on social media driving a car around. I, I don't know how he did it, but he made it happen. 
And through his friends in the fraternity and the strength of his family and God, he's making it happen for him. And so I can pretty much pinpoint some of Corey's core values and through just listening to his story. But if you listen to the show, you know, core values just mean so much to me. They've helped me tremendously, especially in my mindset. So drum roll, right? I know I've kind of been hinting at this so much. So in next season, we're going to be getting, um, beginning a journey of discovery of how core values play a role in the mindset of our thrivers. You can also visit my website where I'm going to have a guide that will bring you through the process of determining your core core values. And that should be up and running in the next couple of weeks. And that is stuff I really geek out on. So I hope that you find some benefit from it. So what it will be on there, um, there's a whole page dedicated to core values on the website. My friend Lauren has volunteered. We're actually going through it tomorrow night. I'm going to take her through her core values and I'll video that and that'll be posted on the website so you can see the sample and the way that I like to go through to determine those. I use a few different resources, one of which is Brene Brown and Dare to Lead, her book Dare to Lead. And so that's, that's a great resource for anyone who's trying to figure out what leadership looks like to them. But in leading your own life, figuring out what those core values are in your, in your personal life, I believe is so very important, especially for people who are struggling to, with autoimmune disease, because it gives you really a focus and a drive. And we're going to talk about that through the entire season. And so I'm really even so much more excited to dive a little deeper into that and what makes all these thrivers tick. So you can expect also next season, I'm going to be doing some solo episodes. And so pretty much taking what the interviews have and then expanding on them a bit. And I hope that you will gain some things out of that. I really want to take their concepts and go deep with them and have some real talk about what that looks like in maybe my life and how it might transcend to yours too. And just process through their greatness, <laughs> their, their inspiration and see how I can even um, employ those things in my own life. I mean, gosh, they just have so much to offer. Why not use what they're sharing? Right. And so I, Thank them for their time so much, but I want to use um, that time that they provided for me and you in an even more in-depth way. I'm also um, hosting some events this season. So it's a weekend of fun. We're going to be in on April 2nd on that weekend. So April 2nd is the Saturday. There is an MS walk here in Orlando. So I have posted all of that on my social media on Facebook. And so if you would like to join um, my group, the Thriving Over Surviving group to walk with us at Blue Jacket Park on April 2nd, I humbly invite you. We are going to 
do some fun things together. And I'm also going to stream live a little bit that day so that everybody that's uh, walking from afar with us can also join in the fun. If you want to join my team, please go in and sign up. You do not have to do anything to be on my team other than to sign up. There are options to raise money if you would like to do that. And my my goal is $5,000. Whether we meet that or not, for me, it's not about the, the fundraising as much as us coming together to support one another. I want to make that very, very clear. That has been my goal from the start to build community with the podcast. I believe that I'm succeeding because of all of you. And I, like I say, it's not worth listening if you're not getting something out of it. So I hope that I'm providing value in your life, but I digress. So <laughs> that weekend, I have some events planned. So we're going to do the walk that's at 9am. And then following the walk, we're going to have an opportunity for us to socialize a bit and have brunch together and just get to know each other a little bit more. And then on Sunday morning, Mara is Mara Fowler is going to, from MS Yoga Movements, is going to give us all a free yoga class. I'm really excited about it. And I hope that everybody can join. I was talking to somebody earlier in the week and she's going to come down from Georgia. So she's going to spend the night. So why not wake up and do some yoga with us? So we're planning all of that right now. Again, all of that is going to be on my website, thrivingoversurvivingpodcast.com. So please, if you're wondering about that, please go over there. So let's talk about my website for a minute. So I'm doing this podcast, but I also opened up a website so that we can further build community with one another. That's the whole, like I said, the whole purpose of this. So on the website, on the front page, there's ways to contact us. The newsletter is starting. I've been saying that it's been going to be starting since the fall, but now I, I've written some. <laughs> so <laughs> we're getting started with that. So that'll be coming out. So when you go to the website on that first page, there's some other things that are interactive. I have a question of the month for people to answer and we'll see what the respondents are. And I can share with everybody what we're all thinking about in this community and what our needs are and how we can support one another. There um, are definitely links to the podcasts and things. There's previews of this upcoming season uh, and who the guests are and what they have to offer us. The coolest guest, Karen Dwyer. If you don't know Karen Dwyer, look that woman up. She is a life coach, but she's in Ireland. She just recently had a TED Talk. So those are the kinds of things that are going to be, that are offered on the website in addition to the core values page. So really going through and looking at our core values and digging a little bit deeper into who we are. Anyways, to wrap all of this amazingness up, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to my guests that I've had on. We had, what, 50 episodes of people on. And so I want to wrap up by saying a huge, huge shout out to my friends, Melissa and Morgan. Melissa opened the season and Morgan ended just yesterday for us. And I just thank them 
on a personal level because of the support that they've given me. And it means a lot to me that they support me and the show and my life with MS has been enhanced as a result of their caring and support for me. So ladies, thank you so much. And to all of you out there who are listening, I just, you know, living your best life is what it means to you, right? My best life is not your best life. And core values have a lot to do with that. But I think that, and I say it in the opening, (laughs) MS is is not easy. Autoimmune disease isn't easy. There's nothing easy about it. It adds a component to your life you didn't expect, didn't ask for, didn't cause, but it's there and we have to deal with it. And for some, it is harder than for others just because of the physical limitations that it may put on you. But having a thriving mindset, I feel as though it does nothing but provide you with a more broad outlook on life, true happiness, and just the ability to see beyond the physical limitations that we may encounter in our daily lives. I might be super naive in saying that to some people, but for me, it really holds true. I hope that you also are starting or have been or will in the future be also trying your best to live your best life through whatever means necessary and the things that are really deeply meaningful to you because no one can dictate what that looks like except you. You're the the, the one that's controlling your life and your outlook, and where you want to go, and what you want to do to succeed in your life, and what success is, and making those definitions for you. This has been the most incredible six months, and again, I couldn't do it without your support. So join us. Join us on the website. Join us on my social media. Join us at the event. I hope to see you all there. And if you have any questions for me, if you want to be on the show, please contact me. So my contact information for those of you that want to reach out, I've already said the website, thrivingoversurvivingpodcast.com. My name is Edie Sohesian. You can reach me on socials. I'm on Twitter at MS underscore thriving, but you can also search my name, Edie Sohesian. And I'm on Instagram. I have two pages there, one for the show and a personal page. Again, everything is thriving over surviving. The Facebook, I have a personal page. I'd love for you to friend me. Um, My MS support group there for my personal page is just growing the community. And then I have a page for the show and that page, if you want to follow that has all the show links. So you can go there and just click and listen without having to search. If you don't want to download an app or something other than Facebook and also our Facebook group, which is an open group. It is not a private group. We will probably be having some private groups in the future. 
but that is a an open group. Anyone can join. We have, I think, 340 members as of today, 339, something like that. And that's getting stronger and stronger. So we try to get a little funny and a lot of gratitude on there too. But basically just growing in this whole community together. Thank you all uh, so much. There it is again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And more thank yous. Keep thriving. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast. If you would like to join our growing community of thrivers, there are a lot of ways to do so. Visit the website at thrivingoversurvivingpodcast.com. There you'll find links to all our social media, my blog, and lots more. See you next time when we chat it up with another autoimmune warrior on the Thriving Over Surviving podcast. Keep thriving. Keep thriving.